celebration. Life, 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 sports, sports. A celebration. Welcome, America, to the TC and Jake show. A celebration of life through sports. Bill in Michigan. Now, are you working um, right now? Is it? What are, you, what are you doing right now? Oh, uh, not much. Just got home from a long day of fancy football draft. We have a draft every Labor Day weekend. Oh, see a bunch cool. of guys I only see once or twice a year. And That's a celebration in and of itself, getting Wait, together for your fantasy down. football game. The celebration of life through sports is on Sporting News Radio. The TC and Jake. Celebrating a random act of kindness Tuesday. The reason I'm calling tonight is I was at the Michigan game. It was a great ball game, obviously, but uh, what was the best part of it, the ceremony before, was the, the kid's name is Kiwi. Is it Mealy? Is it uh, Me- Mealer? El- Elliot and Brock Mealer. Brock Mealer was the uh, the brother who was paralyzed. What, what a fitting tribute, man. And, uh, you know, you got all you got 113,000 people all jacked up uh, to see a football game, first game of the year at the big house. And then, uh, you know, they give that presentation to him and they did a little dedication on a video board that was really inspirational. And then watching that kid walk out of the tunnel and the crowd kind of, you know, get louder and louder as he got close to the go, go blue banner and then reached a fever pitch when he reached up and touched it. It was one of the most fantastic things I've ever been paid witness to. It was just... Uh, something to be part of, man. I really put things in perspective and made people do some thinking, I'm sure. I mean, I know it did me. A celebration of life through sports is on Sporting News Radio right, right now. now. Right now. Right now. Live with you from the Oval Office of the LifeLock Studios. And now, here he is, TC and Jake. Oh, what a big week. What a big show. <laughs> Just had to get properly fired up. Uh, I feel like it's, that guy. It's me- Mealer. <laughs> he just he hops in the the eagerness, the anticipation. Now I've been yeah. following this story. I know what you're talking about. It's Mealer. Yeah, for sure. I feel like that guy was kind of just trying to flex about how many people you can fit in the stadium. Yeah, yeah. I, I know the max attendance figure. It's no big deal. I do have it off the top of my head here. It is bigger than yours, but I guess we should probably focus on the kid. I'm just a humble guy who calls myself, uh, calls my studio the Oval Office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he's working. He's on a he's on a path. You know, he used to be a drunk doing morning radio. That is so perfect that it's that like throughout the whole time, like he did used to be a drunk. Then he found God, and that entailed do, for going from a morning show to like a evening late time, like. Yeah. Certainly, we're not going to let the fucking God freaks be on in the mornings. Not if you're going to be talking about Christ in every fucking phone call. Limited market. We got a, we got a place for you fucking weirdos. Uh, and, like, <laughs> and of course, for, uh, everyone on the morning is for, drunk. Yeah, and at night, it's for fellow people who are like, what happened to my life? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I can help you out, buddy. So you can take those calls from truck drivers. Just tell me like, one I don't even thing. want to be here anymore. Yeah, okay. We could talk we'll about that. One but good first, thing, though. First, I need one good thing. One good thing. I want you to do a gratitude journal. Playing the Rudy music underneath a guy being like, yeah, my friends have a fantasy football draft. That's very funny. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what Rudy was. No, Rudy's about determination. That's the real world. Nothing's been more real. Man, I got so shook listening to Shane on Flagrant with uh andrew schultz and akash i haven't heard it yet 
I, I did uh, hear it, the couple things mentioned. Uh, I, I, it sounds like he's got some strong points about Deer Hunter. I, uh, I didn't listen to, to the whole thing. Okay. They're hammered. I'm not saying it, it, it's good. I mean, it's Akash and Andrew, but it's three hours long, so that's going to take a little time. Why the fuck is it that you're allowed to mute to cough, but I can't mute to vape? You can. It's at the no, top you of told your told me microphone. one time. You told me one time not to mute because it makes it harder for you to edit. The <laughs> Did I... I Dude, swear to God, I just you say did. a bunch of shit. You can't okay. take it serious because I'm over here like ducking under the table every time I want to like get a little juicy rip. No, there, but like his, there was a way that we used to mute where uh, it would stop the recording. Okay, if you just tap the top, <laughs> it's not going to fuck up the timestamp. I know how to mute it. Okay. I just know that you one time were like, hey, when uh, I did that, I was not talking about tap the top. Okay. I'm fairly certain. No, I was just gonna say his general knowledge of uh of You can tap actual, the top if you want. I will. His his general knowledge of although I would trade me vaping into a mic for getting to hear every one of your coughs. Nah, no. Dude, his she actual got me knowledge. Again. The kid, like it's back around. Like I never got no, no. fully healthy. Like and but I, I'm I'm back on the downslope. And so is she. That's tough. I have a kid thing in a second, but he okay. he actually knows like I don't know as much. Dare I say more than you do about like the history of Catholicism and the Irish? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought Which you were going to say Notre Dame football, and I was ready to fight. But history of Catholicism, no, I'll give it to him. No, I think he's uh, he's probably below you and at best on par. But like he had really in depth thoughts on like how Catholicism supersedes all other religions. Um, and he, he was very, he wasn't convincing. It was just clear that he was convinced. Hey, 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 I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're really saying. Open your heart, brother. He was convincing. That was your, that was your subconscious peeking through saying, I know that Jake's got a bunch of bullshit going on, so we can't really say this, but I was convinced. Subconscious was convinced. It's down there. Let it out. It'll feel good. It still it hinges upon believing that a person rose from the dead. We see zombies every day. Yeah, like Beetlejuice. Like Beetlejuice. Oh, dude, get this. So the you boy goes in. spooky this week that threw you off? I've been thinking all week about how you, how you just don't like to be I just, spooked. I just go into my shed and see a cobweb. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> don't like that. Yeah, like a, a small spider. Uh a bird that could be a bat. Let alone a ghoul or a ghost. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, no, I don't like being spooked. In fact, uh, the other day I was putting the kid in the car and I thought uh, the woman was on a call. And, uh, you know, because sometimes I'm like, dude, you know, I'm out of shape right now. But, like, if push came to shove, I am bigger than, like, 90% of the male population. You and just I'm being like, taller? I just think if you went like with a general like 6'3", 200 pound, like you're not in a bad spot. And I'm the probably average male is right over now. 200 pounds. Well, I don't think so because I think the average male is 5'9". Like average worldwide or average in America? No, 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 America. It, worldwide, the, it's, worldwide, it's 5'7". The average in America is 5'9"? Mm-hmm. I thought it was 5'11". I guess I'm doing great. Tell me what you see. First, I'm looking up weight. I'm sure Google That's how, uh, handle this easy. 197.6. You're narrowly correct. 
Yeah, and then you add in the the other five inches, six inches. And then here we go, five nine. You're right. Worldwide, it is five seven though. Yeah, I believe that. What with the red Chinese and all. No, so just whoa. My uh, my thought is just you know I should be fairly confident that if somebody attacks me, that I can at least like sort of hold one on one. But like she walked up uh, behind me to bring something out as I was like you know buckling in the car seat, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's that. I was like, that's that spooky oh, man, spirit thought, coming in. I was like, I thought you were on a coal. Um, and she's like, there's just no way around what you just did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling the divorce lawyer when we get done with this. So, so he had a, he had some, uh, I don't know if it's like a normal nine month checkup or whatever. We're probably about two months late on that, as you've discussed before. Uh, so they had to do blood work and they called us back a couple days later. Uh, I guess it got done on Thursday and they called us yesterday and they were like, his platelet level is crazy low, mm. which is like, never want to see that, I guess. Hepatitis, HIV, uh, Does he have serious, a lot of unprotected sex? I, you know, he's a good looking kid, but I don't think so. Um, it also can be associated with having RSV, which okay. he did have at the time. Okay. Even though they didn't test for it, they were like, yeah, we think he probably had it sometime in the net, uh, last you know, couple of days. But they were like, this number is lower than that. Ooh. So like, you got to get retested. So Kristen had told me the day that she took him in that they were like having a, like the, the I don't know if it was a nurse, probably not an actual phlebotomist, but they were pricking his finger. And that every time they would do it, they were not able to get the blood out really before it clotted. Mm -hmm. And I'm probably screwing up some of these details. But when the lady called me yesterday morning, she was like, it, it might be a lab error, but you really need to get this retested because these are like terrifyingly low levels. Mm -hmm. So all day, you know, I'm recording with Dan yesterday. It's on my mind. Yeah. She and I are both searching like low platelet level baby. They have her go back to- <laughs> That's <ba> a <laughs> search. I know. <laughs> they have her go back to, uh, to Baylor, which is actually where they, they're sending the results to anyways. And they're like, just have them do it. Well, they were like, we don't really do toddlers. We do babies and we do adults, but you're here, so we'll do it. And they did it a different way. I can't remember if they did his foot or an actual draw, but it just came back completely normal. I mean, that's why they have you do a second test, right? I know, but they, they didn't go with the finger prick that yeah. fucked up like four times at the other place. They were yeah. like, that's not going to work. They were like, we can try it once if you want. They tried it once, it clotted up, and they're like, that's why this is happening. Yeah, that all and makes it's just sense. A, it's just a, I get it. It's an inexact science, but the idea that many parents have to spend a day, a week, a month, just like terrified Googling things. And it's like, oh, we just, we, we fooled up a little bit there. I mean, I, I hear you, but. Because the other place was like, that's not going to work on a one-year-old. Yeah, I just, uh, there's a couple different ways we could attack this and, you know, personal responsibility. Seems like it'd be an effective one. I'm now distracted by you. What do you mean? Doing a bunch of tappings and vaping. I can't talk while you're vaping. I'm too consumed. What is the, the what do you mean? Personal responsibility on my part? Just like uh, you could have been like, it's probably just the fuck up with the test. It's no big deal. I'm not. Even oh, no. The doctor it. was like, you got to do this. No, I'm, I'm not saying don't retest, but I'm just saying until you've retested, like if they're treating it as like, 
you know, I mean, the, the only reason why they would say retest is because they're like, I mean, these tests fuck up. Like, it might not, it might just be a bad test. Do the test but again. They and, fucked up. Yeah, yeah. But like, well, but I mean, what, you know, they're doing however many tests a day. They're not going to do all of them perfect. Yeah, like, but what I'm saying is the people at the second place were like, why, why would they ever try that on a baby? Like on a one-year-old. That would only work on an infant. Yeah, I don't know. We you don't know, do that. Change pediatricians then? I, I, you know. Uh, it's in the cards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, I, I didn't love our last interaction. But ours is ours is great. It's just what I don't want to get into the weeds on it. None of it matters. But uh, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, you didn't have to get as freaked out as you did. You could have just been like... Probably what no big dick. deal. Probably a test thing. <laughs> That's what happened. They're like you can't. Like you got from the point Someone of hindsight. Someone calls and tells you like your kid is like. I'd be a dick if I said this at that time. But after we've all seen, like now that like it's diffused and no one's it, just looking back and being like, he could have just been like, it's probably this the whole time. I I guess I could have. Yeah, no, and I don't like how I phrased it initially. I think I think there's a, a sensitive way to deliver that point, and I don't think I got to it. Because I was so distracted by the vaping. Well, you you think I think I'm just like dialing in the middle of a point whenever you're like coughing your liver out. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. <laughs> it's all your fault. It's my fault. <laughs> Fair. Um, just running they found, down. They, they found the plane. They did find it. Where was it? Yeah, our sweet boy was basically just in South Carolina the whole time. That's nice. So never yeah. left South Carolina? I don't know, but I mean, they found the debris in South Carolina and it was in South Carolina when the pilot ejected. Yeah. So debris? It so it's not like real intact? No. It didn't just kind of glide smoothly to a stop? I guess not. That's too bad. It's, it's super funny to me plane. too. Uh, <laughs> um people in the in the government for example there's a, a woman named nancy mace who oh, i believe I think we all to, well know about nancy mace yeah yeah she was a alien guy alien lady right so yeah, she, she was the one that was not my top ranked but did appear to be your top ranked yes that is fair um so she's a representative from South Carolina, a Republican, who tweeted out, uh, how in the hell do you lose an F-45? How is there not a tracking device and we're asking the public to find what, uh, to what, find the jet and turn it in? But I want to focus here on the operative phrase, how is there not a tracking device? Well, ma'am, the thing is, is the uh, uh, multi-trillion dollar appropriations bill that you vote for every month to fund the U.S. military is actively working to make sure that there is not a tracking device that can find this plane. <laughs> like all, all these Republicans who are trying to blame this on Joe Biden are like, how the fuck can we not find this plane? It's like, because you voted for all this money where we can make these planes unable to be detected. <laughs> like, and we're awesome at it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, but I guess just us, like the ideal situation is one where we know where the plane is, but our enemies don't. Don't you think that creates some level of uh, security crevasse? It could be pried open. Well, you know, you don't want a situation where we know where the plane is and the enemies know where the plane is, I think is what you're getting at. Well, but, yeah, uh, and I think the only way to make sure know. nobody knows where it is is to make sure that it, you know. Well, but we don't want it so nobody knows where it is or else we could lose it. 
We want okay. us to know where it is and them to not know where it is okay. until it's fucking blowing them up. It, that's fair. That's what me and Nance are going for. I think the point is we you know where it, it is. Coffee, possibly. When there's a pilot in it. Yeah, yeah. And it's not going to be too often that there's not. So we're, I mean, I, I do think it's a reasonable goal to avoid a situation where we're telling everyone, hey, if you see a plane, call us. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with that. <laughs> and I would pay... I would pay pay a lot, even though I don't have much money at this point. I would pay a lot to just get the full, um, like Cisco Systems uh, voicemail email login to where I could listen to every voicemail that was left on that hotline. Yeah, could that be a new uh, crow line? That just would be stitch those I mean, together, dude. There had to have been thousands upon thousands of them. They're in fucking South Carolina. I think I saw it in Uranus. It was, oh, there's no doubt. There's absolutely no doubt that Baba Booey was somehow (laughs) thrown into the mix. But yeah, those have got to be just electric voicemails for sure. Yeah. You should keep some government voicemail on speed dial and then just every time you got one in the chamber, just rip ass into the phone. (laughs) I just do that with C-SPAN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does he, do you think C-SPAN's still banging the open phones? There's no way. But they, I guess... They were doing it like during... At least during the last uh, election. Yeah, no, they, they did a lot of... They've done historically much more open phones than you would imagine. So <laughs> I, I see your point, but I don't know. The logic has to win out sometime. Imagine being the call screener for C-SPAN. <laughs> I mean, I think, crucially, they didn't appear to have one. Well, that's fair. I don't think it was open phones, but, you know, there's some uh, some very uh, adept callers out there. Just uh, continuing to run down funny stuff from the week, I uh, get a real chuckle every time I think about the situation where a man has $80 million left on a contract and all he's got to do to cash those $80 million checks is not sexually assault the most famous sexual assault prevention like the celebrity on record okay can i ask you this and i know this doesn't make a difference because you can have a consensual relationship with someone and then also at times sexually harass and sexually assault them did they ever have a consensual relationship i mean it's in dispute he says yes but she's not she doesn't appear to be conceding that well then i mean that's all you need to know. But I just didn't know, like, if they had previously dated or something, or if, like, you know, they dated at some point, and then, you know, maybe he got broken up with, and then he was like, I'm going to call you and jerk off on the phone. I've never seen the word masturbation in a uh, fired with cause document. <laughs> well, uh, that just means the Mavericks personnel files were not turned over to you then. Yeah, I suppose so. I've at least never seen it in a... Uh, in a college football coach situation. Yeah, no. And we've I mean, seen you, some doozies. You just don't want to get fired for jerking off. It's We're, of course, talking nightmare. about Mel Tucker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, dude, it, God has a funny way of answering prayers. The MSU president, this has to be the most excited that someone's ever been to receive a call that an employee of theirs was fucking jerking off over the phone with a sexual assault survivor. There's <laughs> like, no way they still, they don't have the same guy, do they? 
What do you mean? They gave him the contract? I mean, the same guy who was like fucking with Larry Nasser. No, but okay. I'm sa- I'm saying yeah, yeah. they want out of that deal. It was a yeah, very, yeah. very, very bad deal. He's yeah, a been- shitty coach, and they're paying him more than everyone. Yeah, that's and true. <laughs> they they got to be like, gee, like just every fucking day when they show up to work, it's head in the hands. Like, how are we going to fucking handle that? We got eight more years of just fucking paying everything for nothing. And then they get the call and they're just trying to like hold back the smile. Like, I wonder if there was one single time where like it's his best friend at work. He could kind of let his hair down. He's like, we fucking did it. Yeah. We got it done. Yeah. Now, uh, shout out to the victim, I think is what you're saying. Indeed. And the, the pain and suffering <laughs> that you endured. <laughs> during no, this time. I mean, you know, uh, I don't know. Yeah. No, of course. She's she's had a rough time. I think we're all very like I I mean you've you'd heard of her before, right? Um I can't say that I have, but I know that there is this Okay. I guess I'm crazy. You're, you're a was, bigger college football fan than I am. Whenever Megan was whenever <coughs> I was telling me. Megan about this story, I'm like, anyone who follows sports knows Brenda Taylor. And then she Brenda uh, Tracy. Brenda Tracy. Who's Brenda Taylor? Uh, it, that also sounds familiar, but <laughs> I think I know. Um, but, uh, that was, so I was like, fucking call Daniel, ask Daniel. Uh, and, uh, he didn't know who she was. And now you're telling me that you don't know. So I guess I've really wildly overblown the reputation of Brenda Tracy. Well, I mean, it might just be that you're like really hardcore involved in college football. No, and I'm really hardcore involved in women's rights. That's right. It's a pet issue for me. Um, oh. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've, I've definitely like they brought her in. I probably the first time I heard about her was the Baylor thing. Like that she was she was a, a loud voice whenever the Baylor stuff was going on. And I think that that like it probably just went from there. You know, of just like any for for people who are not familiar with Brenda Tracy's work, uh, whenever there's like a coach who you know wants to uh, really get get the players uh, acting right, flying straight with regards to respecting women, uh, they'll like hire her, fly her to the locker room and have her talk about. You know, she had a very negative personal experience that directly involved some football players and uh, amazingly a recruit. Like that's that's a really bad way to spend a recruiting weekend. Yeah, I've always wondered. Um, you know, I think obviously the the message of people with experience in a situation, be it positive or negative, is potentially powerful. But I've always wondered just how much a group of eighteen to twenty two year old dudes, like how much, like they're just like, uh, what are we doing? Like, why do I have to listen to this? You know, like same thing if you took them to like the military yeah. and had people talk about this. It's just like, I just, I, I wonder how much, that's not to invalidate their experience. I think it probably, their experience is more valuable, frankly, to women, you know, to talk to them about like, if you know someone that this happened to, like, here's what they're going through. If this happens to you, that sounds here, right. Here's yeah. what you're going to experience, and here's some coping mechan uh, coping mechanisms you can engage in, like just talking to a 80 dudes 
from a college football program, I, I just wonder how much that was really worth it and how much of it is somewhat performative. Uh, well, yeah, 100%. No, this is, yeah, any of these, like, trainings, the thing that's, like, will it help? Maybe. Will it make it so that we are not liable if anything ever happens again? Definitely. Yeah. Like, yeah, I had the lady in. What do you want me to do? Like, yeah. I told them not to rape. If they're still raping, that's on them. Which, uh, didn't Dion have in, like, a, like a famous <clears throat> Instagram uh, woman? To tell his players not to rape? No. To like teach him about how to get not get uh, how to not get like uh, thirst trapped, Brittany something. This I believe this was a Jackson, Brittany. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. God, I remember that. And he, he I do remember her, that now. He had her come in and talk to Jackson State and be like, "Listen, this is what I'm going to try to do to you." She was yeah, I'm a post ass like several <laughs> times to like trap dudes, right? Yeah, yeah, like for sure. There's a couple different like athletes or rappers that are going to be so paying not a her, couple, not a couple <laughs> until uh, until their their shared child is 18, and yeah, he had her come in and be like, "Here's here's what I like to do. So if, if you see someone doing this, you got to run." Like the CIA hiring like uh, what a traitor. CIA hiring uh, uh what was his name. Ken.com or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was that guy's name? Uh, here's a quote from Sanders being asked about it in a recent interview with Shannon Sharp. Brittany is a real woman. She keeps it 100. She keeps uh -huh. it straightforward and she's a tremendous influencer. <laughs> Bringing her in to talk about the game from a woman's point of view is unbelievable. <laughs> had I had I had Brittany Renner in a meeting when I was in college, I might be about $15 million more richer because she broke it down to these guys. <laughs> that's what i'm saying though it's like if on the scale of like which one is gonna land harder <laughs> and like keep you from doing whatever I mean, behavior they're there to keep you from doing it's like, consistent with your point you're saying the people who need to hear this stuff is the victims yeah yeah so <laughs> if, it's, if it's sexual exactly. assault talk to the victims <laughs> if, if it's yeah. getting trapped <laughs> talk to the victims like those guys were scribbling so hard. Like, <laughs> yes. It's like they don't pay like attention like this in film. <laughs> God, that's great. <laughs> what a fucking legend. Uh dude, oh, I, that the, the game against Colorado State was so fucking good. But every single season, the Colorado, Colorado State game is on in some primetime window in one of the first weeks of the season. And I just I remember how aggressively I have not given a shit in the past and that was the most watched college game for that time slot in history <clears throat> yeah and it was the most watched uh for the day which is probably not impressive as impressive because think about all like the pac 12 matchups yeah it was a shit day but think about all the pac 12 matchups as you're saying that have taken place at 9 p.m yeah i mean you've got to have like some some serious usc action in there definitely um i mean i too I, I i stayed up for the whole thing yeah couldn't I couldn't turn, turn it off. Yeah, it's like, God, great. I'm so so tired. Really has uh, me concerned about what exactly the ceiling of Colorado is. You don't nah. want to need two overtimes against the team that you've, uh, as we documented, had a twenty-two and a half point spread against. But yeah, and I've seen a bunch of people. Very entertaining, for sure. I've seen a bunch of people in the betting community that are like, "Dude, we've been telling you 
Like, fade the fuck out of this team. <laughs> Dude, whatever. They fucking lost their shirt the first two weeks that they were telling you that. I'm up. Uh, I bet Colorado every time, and I'm doing fine on, on that. What was, what was week two spread? It was like 18 and a half. Or no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Um, it was like three. Okay. I, I meant I had the two weeks mixed up. I mean, I yeah, yeah. Me. It was like three. It was, it was way too low. Well, now it sucks big time because, and, and I, I sent this to our group text. I do not believe there's any chance that Travis Hunter is out for another three weeks. I loved your prediction. I hope, I would really like it if that's what happens. I mean, I don't know, dude. It fucking sucks he's not going against Oregon. That does suck. It sucks bad. And they probably uh, will get beat this week because he's, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like losing Shohei. Like, oh, well, now we're, we got a hole on both sides. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, you're the one who's telling me Oregon kind of sucks. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, it's early. Also, no one knows who sucks and who doesn't. I'm, exactly. But also, you know, I mean, the, you have to play, factor in. Like, Colorado without uh, Travis Hunter might be better than Texas Tech. I buy that. You still have to factor in the, uh, the rivalry factor, even though it was a home game. You know, there was just yeah. a lot, there was a lot going on there. Yeah, I mean, in college, pegging anything to one result too much is a is a bad idea. It's fucking eight. To, I saw uh, one of the gambling people that I follow was like, like he's primarily a baseball gambler and doesn't gamble on football. But was just kind of watching it, you know, with like a, a mirthful attitude. It was just like you just don't see a pitcher like who normally sits at ninety six just throw up, just show and throw show up and throw eighty seven, and everyone's like, what are you gonna do? Uh, like that pretty much never happens, but in college football, that's extremely fucking common and like yeah. not really remarkable. So I, yeah, I, I don't think that Colorado is showing their, their true talent level there. Uh, it like, it's, it's good. They beat him, I guess, without, with how personal, personal it was, mm-hmm. but, uh, I don't, I don't know, man, like it. There was a lot of acrimony in that game, and it, it felt like, like for that for the result of that to be Colorado State punching way above their level, again, I, I'm a bit concerned by that. I don't think it's a positive sign. I mean, trailing by that much and coming back and getting it done and getting the victory, that's positive. That shows you can handle adversity, but creating the adversity in the first place is... But just the fact but that... Fucking, they weren't even trailing <clears throat> by that much. Uh, I mean, they, they never got I mean, the most they got scores. down was. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I thought they trailed by ten or eleven at one point. I don't think so, dude. I think that was a one-score game the entire way, outside of no. I think they maybe, scored, I think maybe the last two scores were by Colorado. Twenty-eight seventeen, I guess, is the one point you're talking about. Yeah, that's three minutes left of the game. Yeah, I don't. You know, like they were. They were it's pretty big adversity. I, I felt like coming out of the gate in the first five minutes that they were going to destroy them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the three and out, the uh, the Shadir play, or no, the, uh, I think I, maybe it was the, then the, yeah, so CSU picks the ball off, and then that's when uh, the fifth-ranked son. Um, yeah, yeah, Shiloh. Shiloh picked off the pass. And, dude, what a night for Mark Jones. We did this on uh, the dumb zone yesterday, but Jesus just, fucking Christ. I got to tell you, I, I don't know how this is, but I feel like me 
probably just me because Dan would have known to look for this stuff. I do feel like, and now I don't really have to do that much work because somebody puts together like a, a 20 clip thread of it on like awful announcing or something every week. But I started doing this two years ago when the Mavs were in the playoffs. When he started just constantly doing like Dinwiddie looks at his wrist and today he's got time. Yeah, I mean, uh, I you know, I if I could allow if you could allow me to one up you on my I've been on Mark Jones forever, the fucking uh, Franklin American Mortgage, Mortgage Music City Bowl in 2014. I'm not saying he hadn't been calling games forever, but you're gonna have to convince me pretty hard that nine years ago he was like quoting like the Carter Four or whatever came the, out that year. The game was on a Tuesday and he came back from break going up going up on a Tuesday. Now that you say that, I do remember that. You've convinced me. <laughs> uh so have you ever found yourself at the intersection of uh, Greenville and Lovers and witnessed the phenomenon of people just basically parking in the intersection because they're tr- they're on Lovers trying to get onto seventy five and the lights just not very long and that like little spot between Lovers and seventy five is pretty short. You never never run into this every single uh, day. Yeah, you, I don't know anything. I mean, certainly at rush hour, it's a guarantee that people are just going to be parked through the intersection the entire time, but. Pretty much any time after like 2 p.m., there's going to be someone who's like a full car lane. Like if you're in that far right lane on Greenville going south, then you're just not going to be able to get through whenever the light turns because someone has just fucking stopped there. And I get this, I get into this a lot. And uh, I just every time fantasize. I think that this would just be very effective if you just let them do it like once, twice. Like everyone's going to learn fast. That if you just have a guy standing out there with like a fucking high-powered rifle and just anyone who ever like has even a little bit out into the intersection, you just fucking put one right between the eyes. Whoa. People are just going to not, I mean, it's problem solved easy. And I just feel like we need to station one of those guys in the booth with Mark. Just have him right <laughs> over his shoulder. No, I want him to keep going. Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. I, I don't, I can't handle another one. I'm trying to enjoy myself, Mark. You're fucking ruining this shit. It it is. I really wanted him with RG3. That was a tough break. (laughs) That was such a fun crew. Talk about two guys who suck. No. RG3's awesome. (laughs) He's not. Hey. All right. She quickly transitioned from a hump of the pillow to I'll just lay on it. Yeah. Like That's you. a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Um, do you know they used to have people zoos? Um, I found out about this this week. They used to have people zoos. I'm certainly intrigued by what you're about to tell me, but I will also tell you that when we got to a place in Thailand called Chiang Mai, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, I don't know how inland it is, but it was the one place we went that wasn't an island. Um, and it was, it's it's amazing. It's where there's a ton of, uh, you know, Buddhist temples. And it's Did they have not, like a, 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 just a kid from South Lake hanging out in a cage? <laughs> yeah, he's just bleach blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. When we got picked up from the airport um, and, you know, like a... 
I was going to say minivan, but I, I don't know. They have different sorts of vans in different places. Mm-hmm. This guy handed me what is essentially uh, what you would get is like a, a laminated menu at a Chinese restaurant. Okay. It was probably the size, a little bit bigger than a normal like, you know, piece of printer paper, but it was two-sided. And he was like kind of trying to communicate to me like these are all the things I can show you. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, and like so they had like a, That's tight. a monkey bicycle show. They had uh, ping pong they, ball. That was in uh, Bangkok. They had, uh, I'm trying to think of what else was on there. Um, it was a bunch of wild shit. Like, oh, here's, you know, go pet the tigers. But the tigers, even in the photo, like it would be like if like Whataburger actually advertised like the, the burger you get at 1.30 in the morning. Like the tigers, even in the promotional photo, did not look in, like all that ta- well taken care of. Yeah, that's nice. And Keep one of them was uh, probably poorly translated, but it was uh, tall head people. <laughs> I'm not making this up. I'm going to take you around some of my homies. They got very tall heads. You and are going to like it. It was people the, in the photos, men and women, that like you used to see in like National Geographic had something placed on their head, probably from birth, that like grew them almost like a cone head. And So what did you say just, to them when you got there? <laughs> I was like, dude, I, don't, I probably just want to go to the hotel for now. Dude, I want to see the tall head people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, I could probably see if I can. Oh, see, there he goes muting. <laughs> I think I might have uh, had a, a little bit of that one in the beginning. Um, oh, how much does it cost to go to Long Neck Village, Chiang Mai? There you go. Long Neck Whatever Village. Whatever it is, it's fucking worth it. Okay, so maybe, I, uh, maybe I'm remembering this somewhat incorrectly is the necks not the heads that's fine. yeah but i i dude look it up look chiang up mai. long neck village chiang mai and then go to google images dude and if they had like polos with a long neck village logo on it that they sold in the gift shop <laughs> long neck village one of the worst attractions that's the first <laughs> yeah like i said i told you i was like uh i'm good man we're probably just gonna go try to get some uh some food, you know, from a cart and enjoy the music. But yeah, there's a fucking mural in the village of a lady with a really long neck. Dude, look at some of these necks. There's, I mean, they've all got the rings around them to make the neck long, but then they're, it's obscuring. Take off the rings. Let me see the neck. Yeah. Does it just fall? Yeah. Like uh, just a lot of options. Like this lady's wearing a bunch of fucking stuff in her hair it appears to be an extremely long neck but it's hard for me to tell exactly how long (laughs) yeah but i mean just the fact that that was like positioned temporarily closed (laughs) i would hope permanently the fact that that was positioned to be next to like uh this monkey plays soccer (laughs) holy shit some of these fucking ladies necks there's no way that's like that's you want to see neck. this. You want to go zip lining? What else you want to do? <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Like I was already feeling really weird about the treatment of these animals. <laughs> what if we just made them people? What if we just made them people? So I people mean, you know, it's uh, it's it's a kind of way a uh, mitigating factor in their treatment of the animals, right? They're well, like, no, this is just equality. my baseline how I treat. Exactly. This. Yeah, we do. It's just not a big deal. <laughs> Over here, we have. Uh, 
uh, worms doing taxes by uh, force. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we make everyone. So anyways, yeah, that's my experience with what I would – I don't know that it's a people zoo. I think it's like kind of their culture, but it is sold as a – It's a little close. You know, it's sold as a uh, tourist attraction. Yeah, no, they uh, – it like you – I guess it's interesting when you think human zoos would be most common. You know I mean? Like because it, it seems like uh, the kind of thing that we would have condemned our entire lifetime, right? Uh, but like you go too far back. I mean, like, cause the whole thing is like, you know, if you're like, uh, if you're a British guy showing up to Australia for the first time and you're encountering the Aborigine people that you're like, this is fucking crazy. I got some friends back home that if they saw these guys, they'd flip. And so you're like, I'm going to grab a couple of these boys, take them back. Just kind of put them, like, maybe get some of these trees, too. Put them next to the tree. Make a little, like, uh, enclosure for them. Just have some people come by. They'll pay me a couple farthings. to just uh, get a nice little thing going here. And, uh, you know, just the history of... There's, there's only so long that British people have been able to get to Australia. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like you, you know, I, I'm sure that people were capturing people from the next village over. But that's like a different deal, kind of, you know, like that, that goes back really far. Um, but yeah, it says uh, during the Renaissance, the Medici, the Medici developed a large menagerie in the Vatican, uh, having a bunch of people. But I think this really takes off. Uh, what I'm, this is the part that was a little surprising to me. Uh, I feel like the 1800s were like the popping time for. See, that's kind of what I was going to say. Zoos. Is because. It's too and, late. That is too late. Well, well I'm just going to say like, and this is horrifically sad um but just that i i do know that obviously sometime in the 19th century it was popular to put people with what would be termed at the time like deformities like yeah. on di on display a freak show a freak show yes indeed yeah uh, that just the freak show seems to imply a greater level of yeah it seems to imply you're in show business <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the star. Um, yeah, just, I, I don't know, man. I, I think that most of these people didn't have a ton of choice. Uh, I would say that's probably accurate. But, like, I was thinking about, like, like I was I was shocked and appalled, right? I, I'm condemning in the strongest possible language the human zoos. It just, it's a, you know, it's, it's an attitude that uh, has caused humanity a lot of problems, and I find it very disgusting. But... If you're getting captured in like the the options that they were leaving open to people in the I, I'm I'm cheering hard for the zoo. It's either that or fucking participate in the manufacture of cotton. Well, I would say also in the case of like when you were saying freak show, I mean, even if you're not being like physically coerced, you're unhirable, right? Like so you yeah. have no way outside of this quote unquote freak show. I would imagine that, you know, there was no EEOC. Yeah. So if you're uh, someone who has dwarfism, probably your best chance at making any sort of a living is going to be being exploited. Yeah, it's better than being a beggar, I think. Right, or dead. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You said yeah. Zeus. I mean, it's weird because not to get like too know, know me over here, but... It is kind of interesting that 
uh, we're like, that's a disgusting idea. However, we do watch people, I don't know, I would say, I guess the modern American or modern, you know, sport in general is closer to what you would think of as like the Roman times. But it is kind of like putting people in a cage and just like watching them. Now, they also make like shit tons of money. Um, but we haven't like totally done away with the idea of like, I just want to go look at someone uh, like and marvel at them for physical reasons. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'll probably go, right? Yeah, I think you're going in like three like if, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's what you're saying? I'm sorry. I'm No, no, I might have not distracted. made that uh, point that clearly. I, I'm just saying like sports is, it's probably more of a gladiator situation than it is a zoo situation, but it's, it does. It's a little uh, bit, look how the fast this guy can run. I got a bunch, yeah. I got a bunch of fast ones together. Let's, let's yeah. let them go. Yeah. But, uh, look, this one can, uh, take this, uh, small object and from a long range, fire it into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or this one can, can kick a ball up into the space. It feels different though. Of course it feels different, but. I mean, it's, I just, it, it is substantially different. Like there's just the, I don't think that the the people who are being looked at, that they're like feeling their own satisfaction. It feels one-sided, you know, like, like it, it's, there's a really big difference between like. 200 uh, years ago, you're saying. Yeah. Well, just like, yeah. it, you know, any, like, I mean, they probably had, I, they probably, you could find the bearded lady attraction now, I would think. Somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. But like for the most part, people in those situations, I think what you're saying is like they were not having a lot of fun. It's it's the big Whereas distinction between like, laughing with you and laughing at you. Yeah. yeah, like you're you're celebrating with the players. We're all on the same side, excited about how cool that is. This thing you can do, and I bet that there's bearded ladies who do it right. You know, who like that that that's what they're there for. You know, like they want to participate in this cool thing. I don't think that it's all bad. Uh, there's an X Files episode about the circus. It's pretty tight. <laughs> kind of gets kind of gets at that a little bit. I bet there is, but you know, there is something too. Like, hey, I want to pay all this money to go watch Luca just perform physical feats. That is not that far off from like, hey, I heard they've got this freak. Yeah, <laughs> and he can do all this weird stuff with a ball. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it just you know, I, I, I guess. So I, I'm I'm fully on board with you know I, I just laid out my point but now I am thinking about especially in basketball there does seem to be people who are like just trapped by the fact that they can do it like the because yeah. you're going to pay them twenty million dollars a year to do it they really can't do anything else. You're Sean, you're Bradley's. Sean Bradley's Jokic feels a little bit like case. that. Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, many times it seems like. Uh, Jokic does not love basketball. <laughs> Which is weird because he's so good at it. Yeah. Like, I yeah, just wouldn't think you could be that good unless you did love it. Which makes me think that he does love it. But then there's other times where he's like, I just hope I get to see some good horse races. Did you even know that they had fucking chariot-style horse races still? No. <laughs> what the no. fuck, dude? No. I did not. That's all, definitely on the list. Like, if I were ever able... I mean, I think Vice did this, and I think there's a guy from uh, from Barstool that does this, and his content is awesome. Like he just he just travels and shows you weird stuff around the world, and a lot of it's like sports related. Obviously, I've brought up 
uh, Japanese baseball many times, but I, I don't know. I think it would be so cool. Probably would have to be like uh, without kids because, you know, you don't want to be gone for like 18 months, but it would be so cool to just do that. Like, yeah, yeah I'm going to go find like the 10 weirdest, not that Japanese baseball is weird, but the 10 most like unique sporting experiences I can find and just like take them all in. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, well, you're talking about experiences around the world, and earlier you uh, just wouldn't stop referring to your uh, ping pong ball shows. Yeah, um, Jesus Christ. Are you, uh, are you familiar with what's been underfoot in Amsterdam with regards to their red light district? I found out about this recently. Speaking of human zoos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, or a lot of it. It just yeah. kind of looks like a zoo enclosure. Um, I am not, no. So they, uh, they're like the current feeling within the city, certainly amongst the leadership. And, you know, the leadership only gets there by being elected by the citizens is uh, they're kind of done with it. They don't like it anymore. I guess it's like too out of hand or just like, you know, nothing gold can stay. It was, it was too, it was too cool to go for, go on forever. Uh, but the, the mayor of Amsterdam is dead set on not letting it go on this way. And uh, she's floated a couple different proposals. Uh, one was uh, build a wall, have Mexico pay for it, just mm -hmm. all around the district, and have like uh, you know like two entry points, and just everyone coming in, their IDs are getting checked, they're getting tagged or whatever. And so just you know who's in there at all times, and it's like the you know crime or whatever uh, is is more controlled. Uh, they considered, and I don't think went through with but maybe they did i don't know uh outlawing all cannabis sales in the red light district which would be a real departure from the red light district that i saw as a young man sure uh they did pass a thing currently um you can't have the curtains open anymore just for anyone who's never been down there there's a lot of prostitutes and uh they're just sitting in front of a window and whenever the uh prostitutes do not have a customer there's an open curtain, and the customer comes in, and they close the curtain. Um, now, yeah, it's kind of like if you remember uh, when they used to sell pets at the mall. It's a bit like that. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and uh, yeah, now now it's just like all you know, you book everything online or whatever, and so that's you know, they might have like a picture of the lady, I guess. I don't know, but you, the the curtains are closed now. Uh, but their big thing that they're trying to get accomplished is they want to move 100% of the prostitution out of the red light district and into a purpose-built uh, red light skyscraper. Oh, that's a great idea. Just a big old sex skyscraper. Uh, oh, it's just a brothel. Yeah, yeah. And apparently they have, like, the. there's one in Cologne, Germany, that's the biggest one currently, that's like a nine-story brothel. Um, and there, the picture on Wikipedia of the Cologne brothel, it's got, uh, an advertisement from during whenever Germany had the world cup. And, uh, so it's like, you know, a lady who, uh, loves soccer and sex simultaneously. And they've got all the various flags of the world cup countries. Uh, but they had to cover up the Muslim ones because they were too <laughs> mad. <laughs> they were very mad about, <laughs> um, that's fair. But uh, yeah, so one they they're down to two sites that they that they're trying to get approved. One of the two for the uh, the the big skyscraper brothel, and one of them is easily accessible. 
like, uh, you know, the, the other one's like across a river. So it's like hard to get to you. There's only like a ferry. It's a less populated side of the river, something like that. They're just worried about, you know, like how would we handle the traffic? Whereas this other site is like next to a highway. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, the others, the next to a highway site, I guess is in like a nicer neighborhood. As you might imagine, they're against the idea of the sex skyscraper going in. They're nimby. Uh, yeah, they're nimby about the sex skyscraper. But the uh, the across the river one, they would they're thinking about uh, building a, a floating sex skyscraper on a barge. Okay. And now I just feel like we're really living in the future. Yeah. If the world's largest brothel <laughs> is a floating on a barge. That's actually probably. Hmm. Let me sort through this. I was going to say the best idea, but also possibly the worst idea because what you leave yourself open to whenever you completely concentrate all of this activity is like a large-scale attack by like an extremist. You know, I mean, I'm sure there'd be security. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying like if you, you know, the red light district, while not huge, like you would have a hard time like taking that whole thing out. <laughs> I you mean, know. you know, it's rough. Like, are you saying like that they like plant a bomb to, you know? Yeah, something like that. Just somehow yeah. attack it. I mean, and you if know, if you wanted if to do a bomb in the red light district, I'm sure it would get your point across. Yeah, but it would mostly, you know, because there's a ton of people that go down there that are just like, you know, like we were. You know, they just want to see it. Yeah, and that's kind of what they're concerned about. But if you go to a floating barge. <laughs> I, they, they don't like... That like actual customers are so intermingled with, and I, I guess that that's like more crime or it's like the the criminals, it's easier to blend in. I, I don't know. I didn't exactly get the point, but that's one of the things they're trying to control for is that you're not going into the sex skyscraper unless you're going to have sex. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, that makes sense. I've never hired a prostitute before. I don't think, I mean, I'm certainly not doing it while my beautiful, sweet wife is still with us. But, but in the event... I mean, a floating sex skyscraper just sounds like you tell me you want out on that. No, I don't think I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I said that at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, that that's kind of a weird position. For, I mean, I don't know that much about the city, but it's it's uh, that like mix of. It's kind of like with uh, well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> There are certain policy issues where there is a, like a weird liberal conservative who's going to say what about what. Yeah. And liberal conservative obviously means a lot, something a lot different over there. But it's like, yeah, yeah well, we want to take care of women. Um, but we also want them to be able to sell whatever they want for money. So it's like, how do you you know sort of find the middle ground there? And our solution over here has just been like, you can't do it. It's, yeah. it's not allowed. Whereas over there, it seems like they're trying to find some sort of way of like, you can do it, but we don't want it to have like a, a, a cultural runoff to the rest of our tourism industry. It is like overwhelming how, I mean, we've, we've, we've all been in some weed-soaked situations. The weed situation in the red light district in Amsterdam is, it's too much for me. It's crazy. It's the whole thing is crazy. I remember yeah. walking out of there, you know, shortly after I uh, jerked off on the train. Uh, <laughs> I said to myself, like, maybe we shouldn't, maybe no one should ever legalize drugs. Like, just because 
Not because like drugs are bad or whatever. They're not. They're great. Um, <clears throat> but just because whatever you can only have one place. And like this kind of did happen in Denver a little bit. But like everywhere else is legalized enough that like this it didn't really occur quite like this. But the thing there were like longstanding there's a bunch of people living in Europe and there's this one city where you can go if you want to do all this shit. Uh, like, it's just, it's it's a magnet for all the people you don't want getting together. Sure. Just all fucking bumping into each other constantly. And it it felt like the world was moving too fast whenever yeah. I was there. It, it felt fucking nuts. And like, I don't know, I, I do like... I got out of it safely. Uh, a hobo only had tried to attack me once and he didn't succeed. Um, so, you know, it's fine. But like, uh, it it didn't, it didn't like, so I, I look back on it now of like, well, it was, and, and I'm hearing about these changes and I'm like, well, that fucking sucks. You know, like I, I it's, there's nowhere else in the world like it. It's not like I can go to a, a similar place to capture that feeling. And since the feeling does scan as safe to me since it ended fine, uh, I'm like, that's, it's too bad that no one will ever be able to do that again, which is the current state of play now. Like, you know, like if, if you're telling me that all of the windows are closed all the time, then like the thing that I experienced, no one's ever experiencing that again. And like, and I mean, I don't know, I get, you know, are there some places in Asia that are like this? I don't fucking, you know, there's a lot of Asia I'm not very familiar with. Um, but, uh, the I don't answer know, is yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, right next to the long neck people. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I don't know. It's, uh, it, the world is changing. That's fine. We're all going to have to, most of life is just coming to terms of the fact that the world is changing. I mean, that's true, but also like you brought it up there and I'm no expert on this matter, <clears throat> um, based on very limited travels, but I, I will, t I will tell you that, you know, there is a, there is somewhat of an East West divide on these issues. How so? You think that the Chinese are more chill about sex stuff? I'm not necessarily uh, saying the Chinese, but I mean, again, I think I will the tell Thai you, are more chill about sex stuff. But yeah, and I don't think that. I mean, I probably I don't think the Japanese maybe that's are just more Thailand, chill about yeah, sex stuff. No, probably not Japanese. Probably not Singapore, given they have some pretty draconian uh, laws. So maybe it's just Thailand. <laughs> It seems like every single time you find a story about a guy who's looking for a safe haven from predatory behavior, that's where they end up. But th there's one specific road that we were on. I just tried to look it up. I think it's the K Kaosan, K-H-A-O-N, uh, K-H-A-O space S-A-N. And it's just nothing but like the most it, – it feels like you're at a circus. It's the most insane like debauchery shit you could possibly imagine. Like – there's fucking it, the booze is it's insane and you can buy you know a bucket of like red bull and vodka like a literal paint bucket for like ten dollars and then they just like hand you some cups <laughs> and you're like i will die if i drink this i will we will die if we split this um that's nice and then i like and then, that yeah there's you. signs everywhere that say ping pong show inside they've got like insane exotic animals like strung up uh, like you can buy their meat, you know, like alligators and shit like that. They've got, uh, you know, people eating fire. It's just like, oh, I don't think this is changing anytime soon. Yeah. But maybe. Maybe. 
I wouldn't have foreseen the red light thing, so maybe. Yeah, no, it feels like Thailand's going to be able to rock for a lot longer. Um, there was an accusation made. There's a, there's a, so you know about blind items. Whenever like, it's in like gossip publications, they'll write a story where they very pointedly do not use names, but try to make it pretty clear. Like it's just trying to skirt the libel laws. Sure. Like as, as much as they can. Um, so like everyone will know, you know, like who it is, like it'll be really obvious, but they won't say the name. And, uh, I saw one that was alleging that, uh, but it's also like clearly like the lowest form of rumor. Like they're, they're putting like the least amount of journalistic, like, uh, stuff at stake. So like some of them might not be true. Um, <laughs> but someone was saying, uh, MySpace Tom just goes around like just fucking beating up Taiwanese six or Thai, not Taiwanese Thai, beating up Thai 16 year olds while having sex with them, just throwing a couple hundred at the parents and walking off. Uh, while unfortunate, it's not something that I, I would wholly say I, I discount. Yeah, no, it's easy to imagine anyone <laughs> with that much money. Like you don't know them, you know, that's the main thing that you find out whenever you hear about something like that is you're like, actually, I don't know anything about this guy. Uh, I don't have any idea what he would do. Yeah. And I, he is like, you know, widely hailed as being the one of like the last of the dudes that didn't turn this into like try to turn the entire world into a TED talk about them. Yeah. Yeah. Had no That's nice. real interest in being a celebrity. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I remember, um, I guess I'd assume that anything is possible. But the episode of Mr. Robot where Tyrell, I think it's Tyrell, pays to beat that homeless guy up. Yeah. Like that obviously made me think <clears throat> that happens. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> like yeah. so, somewhere in the finance bro game, somewhere in the tech bro game, like there is, there's, and I have a story for a second episode this week that's about uh, sim swapping, which is like a cryptocurrency, like, tech scheme mm -hmm. and like just how people get kidnapped and the shit kicked out of them over whatever we'll talk about it another day but um i will just say this and i'm not going to get specific at all okay i will just say that there are times in life when you realize that things that you think are like nothing like that they are on television they're a lot like that or nothing like they are <laughs> in movies they're a lot like that yeah and so I would imagine if you see a plot line in a show like Mr. Robot, you know, they obviously consulted with hackers and, uh, you yeah, know, people you that know. were in like high finance and shit. 100%. It's on the table. It could be that like I, some, I'm, I'm not talking about Mr. Robot in particular, but like sometimes they do just film things that like someone with an overactive imagination wrote out. It's just coming from their head of like, what could you think could possibly happen? That, that's kind of like the fun of the, the whole thing of like you don't know in the roulette wheel if you spin if you just got like wild hollywood guy thought this up or this is a word for word reproduction of a thing that happened but no one involved can tell you you know like, like it's never gonna come out but it is all very very real yeah i mean dude we just had a uh a, a missing 80 million dollar stealth fighter jet just hovering over America for like a weekend and no one knew where it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, we had a. Uh, no, I don't know. you're right. Wild shit happens 
constantly. Every second yeah. of every day, there's something you would not believe happening right now. Um, whenever I was reading the Henry Abbott Epstein stuff, he was talking a lot about a BCCI. I think I might have mentioned this before, uh, but that's like a big time yeah. uh, bank that uh, just did wild, flagrant, illegal shit. The worst possible shit. That was like they were definitely like it's it's a matter of the congressional record that they were doing Epstein stuff of like buying girls from their families for use as prostitutes like related to a business. Um, and <clears throat> kind of like their main way in is that they had secret, like they didn't have anything close to authorization to operate an American bank. And so they secretly controlled a, uh, a big time bank in Atlanta. Like, again, this is all like, you can look it up. This is hundred percent true. This is a matter of, you know, there was a big congressional investigation. I'm just telling you what they found. Uh, they they control the bank in Atlanta. And uh, there was a Robert Ludlum book. You know him, the Born Identity guy? He wrote yeah. the Born Identity. Uh, I know There's the a Robert Ludlum book in like 1976 or something like that. And the BCCI thing, they got busted in like the early 90s. Like the congressional investigation was like 1990, 1991, something like that. Um, and in, in the late 70s, he wrote a book about I mean, it's not about it, but like it, BCCI briefly gets mentioned without being called BCCI. He knew what was happening. Like you, based on the details, like either like a fucking crazy coincidence happened or Robert Ludlum knew about like the most corrupt thing. And like it just kept on going for like 15 years after he wrote about it. Like, I don't know, dude. Looking I believe back, it, man. Yeah. Like, so that's just in a book. So the people reading the book at the time are like. Look at this crazy stuff this guy thinks up when, in fact, that exact fucking insane thing was happening. I believe it. It's I mean, they had world. all those boys stuck in that cave from that uh, soccer team. They did. They did. So When's that movie coming out? When is... Uh, Soon. When is Chris Pratt starring as the, the captain of the Thai soccer team? The Trap 13, How We Survived the Thai Cave. Did he go VOD? It's a Netflix thing. Oh, okay. It's kind of the same thing. I think uh, I think it's already out on Netflix. Yeah, debt checks. We all are like, oh, I can't wait to see this movie when it comes out. And then we're just like, ah. It's directed by Ron Howard. There is a Ron Howard Thai cave movie with Vico Mortensen and Colin Farrell. <laughs> we didn't know. Of course. <laughs> of course the two stars those are, are big western stars. whites i guess uh, Vigo's not western i mean you know colin western but not not american he's one of god's special people so what's your pick what's the spread uh i think it's down to three you will recall of course that i have it at seven and a half but those numbers are no longer available i uh, don't know anything about either team I just want you to be happy. Thank you. Thank you. I, That's yeah. really all I care about. I, I don't think about anything else, obviously. It's a night game, right? The, uh, of course yeah, it is. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think about anything else. Like, certainly the second we're done with Central Michigan, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves whenever Central Michigan's still on the schedule. But uh, since, you know, around 5 p.m. Saturday, it's been the sole focus. And I feel, like, so much better than I've ever felt. But, like... I still at least like half the time is like just being like how good it's going to feel if we do it. 
And then the other half is like just imagining the ways that we could go down like 48-18. It's like so easy to imagine, right? Like just their defense really gets going. We can't protect. We have a couple strip sacks. It just fucking, I mean, Ohio State does that to people a lot more often than they do the more often than they lose certainly you just got to believe you do have to believe i believe that's it all right all right well maybe we'll talk soon indeed that's it for tonight the high school special is next so until tomorrow for everyone who's been a part of this one i'm tc and jake we do thank you for watching good night